0: Boom! Bingo! Bang! Bongo! We're here. Hello, episode eighty-eight. My brother. Let's go. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Happy to be here as always. Good week. Good, good week this week. How um, are you doing?
1: I'm I'm, I'm doing well. Yeah. Doing not too shabby. Not too say. shabby. This week was obviously a ton of shit going on, but uh, start off the week with
0: Super Bowl. How was mm-hmm. your Super Bowl? Super Bowl was good. I was actually um, driving through most of it, but I watched it on my phone. I listened to it a lot. Um, it didn't go the way I thought it would. Like, it was a very defensive game in the beginning. It was a very defensive game, but shout out to you for kind of, I mean, kind
1: of predicting the outcome.
0: Kind of. Low-key. Halfway. Low-key. He didn't propose, but the Chiefs did win. (laughs) The Chiefs did win. I'm kind of Um, surprised he didn't propose, honestly.
1: Did you end up putting money on that game? Hell no. Yeah, I was thinking about it. After just hearing you talk about it, and then, obviously, I was listening to a couple other things throughout the week, and I was like, damn, I think the Chiefs really are going to take this game. Um not even gonna lie, at halftime, bro. I was so glad I didn't put money on it because I was like, "49ers got this." Yeah. It just seemed like the 49ers were the better team all around. Like, it when it when the game first started, there was like multiple turnovers that happened. Like before anyone even scored a point, there was like two fumbles or whatever it was. Um, and the 49ers, bro, just looked like a powerhouse out there. Mm-hmm. But you can't ever count out Patty Mahomes, man.
0: That's so annoying too. He's so good.
1: It, I mean, it is really annoying, but you also, you know you got to take Travis Kelce out of the game which they did in the first half yeah. you know how do you um, feel
0: about him uh pushing the coach that was wild bro but how do you feel about it like do you feel any different way about Travis i've already kind of felt
1: a certain way about him just yeah. because of his character and the way that he acts sometimes off the field anyway yeah. um i think that if that was any other player he would have been benched for the rest of the game yeah and I don't know really the whole context of it. I think he wasn't on the field for that fumble, so he was kind of like taking some of the blame and kind of just like, you know, was upset that he wasn't there to kind of help that play not happen or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the dude's a competitor. You know what I mean? When you're in the Super Bowl, I understand the heat of the moment and getting all mad, but... I always thought that it was kind of off limits to go up and, like, chest bump your coach, especially when your coach is Andy Reid and he's kind of a legend and he's kind of, like, he's not a super, like, healthy dude, I guess, you know. I mean, he's old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so it's kind of one of those things where it's like, dude, you don't want to... Now, if he were to have knocked Andy Reid on the
0: ground... That probably would have been a bigger issue. (laughs) Because he probably would have broke a couple things. Could you imagine, bro? I don't think it's as significant as people are making it out to be. I don't think so either.
1: And you never know, like, if... Andy Reid maybe did something deliberately to kind of frustrate Travis in that moment. But, I mean, dude, during the Super Bowl. This is your head coach. Like, you can't go up to him and just fucking...
0: Scream at him. And like, you know the whole world face. is watching. It's yeah. not
1: like it's just a normal Sunday football, you know, like... It's like, like a like, show of character. 100% yeah. for sure. And I think that it was a low moment for Travis Kelce. I don't think he's probably too proud of that moment um but i can only do i mean me and you've never played in a super bowl i can only imagine the emotions the that pressure. are running especially when you're dating fucking the biggest superstar of all time and yeah. she's sitting there and you know to be honest like the super bowl headline was kind of always Travis and Taylor like it wasn't even really about like the fucking game and yeah. who was in it you know um so i understand the pressure i i kind of feel for Travis Kelce in that moment just a lot of emotions, probably maybe lost his cool a little bit, maybe threw his chest out a little bit too hard than than he should have. And you never know if maybe he just meant to go over there and kind of just like say some words to him or whatever. But I don't know which player it was, but whatever player came and grabbed Travis and kind of took him out of that situation, man, mm-hmm. kudos to that guy. Yeah. Um, if I were Travis, I'd be thanking him like a motherfucker right. in the locker room. you never dude. know what
0: could have happened. Like, like For sure. Yeah,
1: And you never want to show your ass like, on live television like right. that, bro. I The mean, biggest fucking... The this, biggest yeah. stage, bro. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, hectic week. Super Bowl was fun. Um, you know, this is, like, the first year in, like, the last... God, I want to say, I mean, a while that I didn't go to a Super Bowl party. Mm-hmm. I didn't go out and, like, you know, get trashed with the boys or do something. Um, I just stayed at my dad's house, bro. Just me and my dad and my grandpa just, like, watching it and, you know, out. chilling in the garage, just watching the game. And it was kind of fun just to have, like, a little, you know, guys night. And, obviously, you know... I don't know why they still do it on Sunday night, but we've got to work on Monday at fucking 5 a.m. this just terrible. It makes no sense to me why they have the Super Bowl on, on uh, Sunday, but Super Bowl Sunday, you know, what I mean, <laughs> got to go with the name, I guess. But, um, yes, yeah, we jump into the win of the week. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think it's your turn. Is it? I think so. That's right. You went first, last week. Yes, sir. Um, my win of the week. I'm keeping it simple. Mm-hmm. My win of the week, man, is a solid hot tub.
0: Hot tub, okay I don't know
1: why, but I just love hot tubs. Like and I have I've always kind of been one of those guys where if I'm going up to the mountains or if I'm, you know, if it's freezing cold outside, like the only thing that's gonna actually get me out there is a damn good hot tub. Yeah. You know, um if I'm if I'm going like up to like there's been multiple times, you know, we've gone to Asheville, we've gone to uh Gatlinburg and all these other little places that are freezing cold in the winter, I gotta have a hot tub. Mm-hmm. It just makes it that so much more. So it feels so good. And um I know some people are kind of some people see the hot tub as, like, a, uh, what's it called? Like, you know, it's, it's nasty. Like, it's kind of like a, like there's tons of germs or whatever. Yeah. If you're comfortable swimming in a damn pool. Where people piss. Where people piss yeah. in it. Like, I'm fine getting in a damn hot tub. And then you know it's hot. I mean?
0: It kills the germs, right? Right? Exactly.
1: <laughs> no, it just, it feels so good, bro. I'm, I've always been one of those guys where I could give a fuck less about, which I am kind of minor germaphobe. Yeah. For the people that know me, you know what I'm saying? I'm not sharing food with nobody. Right, I'm not, right. like... Going the extra mile and doing this and that, just in whatever. But um, for sure, a good hot tub, I can kind of push all that, that to the side. On a
0: cold day, like even here, I never feel like warmed up until I at least take a hot ass shower. Like I have to like be in hot water to warm up. So like a hot tub just really brings you to life. A
1: hundred percent. I was in a hot tub. I think it was like three nights ago. Dude, it's so. I mean, it was like the perfect weather for it too. It was like a cool, a chilly. And it's funny because when you're in like being in Florida, you know you don't really. We don't really get days where it's cold enough for you to get in a hot tub and really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But like, dude, it was like 42 degrees outside, you know, 1030 at night. The I one was day like, it's
0: cold in Florida. <laughs> get in the hot tub. I
1: was like, gotta get that hot tub, bro. Like if you own a hot tub in Florida, you're kind of wasting your money. Right. You know what I mean? You're just going to be running it all the time for no reason. Just um, take a shower. Just take a shower. <laughs> Take a bath. But uh, no, if I lived anywhere that it was freezing cold, I'd have to have a hot tub. But this week, just getting in it like midweek, bro. And also recovery. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it is, but like if you go to the gym, you've had a super hard workout or whatever it is, man, sit in a hot tub, your muscles just feel so relaxed. You like and, sitting like, in saunas? I do, but I'm trying to put on weight. So it's like for me, yeah, the, I true. haven't done it in a while and there's really no point for me to do it. Yeah. Um, I used to do it quite a bit, like just to like detox or, you know. Sweat it out. Sweat it out kind yeah. of thing, yeah, and um, they definitely work, I will say that. You know, I like
0: saunas before I work out. I feel like that's my warm-up. You know, one thing I wanted to ask
1: you <laughs> about was, oh, no, for sure, that's actually a really good point, but you can't be in there too long. Like, no, you'll get exhausted. No. Yeah, if you're in there, yeah, like, yeah. more than 10 minutes, bro, you're going to be dead. That's quick five minutes, I'm out. Um, What about ice bath? Have you ever
0: gone into the ice bath thing? I've done it, I think one time no i didn't you know you remember that als bucket challenge ice bucket challenge i did that i didn't do no fucking ice bath but i definitely did dump a bucket of ice water and that's tough too that shit's terrible i think the hardest part about like an ice
1: bath or the als challenge or whatever it is um is afterwards just being in the air with your body freezing cold like that you know i think i've never done the ice bath thing i've actually really been wanting to get into it recently Mm -hmm. um all the benefits are crazy bro and i've done the cold shower thing quite a bit like um, throughout this past like two weeks you know I've been trying to like you know get my mind right mental health things like that just kind of focus on myself a little bit more and dude like just the the cold shower thing is a huge plus for me like mm-hmm. it always makes me feel better whenever I get out of it now when I'm in it in washing your hair bro in the freezing cold water like it is not fun whatsoever um but it is kind of nice whenever you know I'm if if I'm like, you know, once I get out of the cold shower, you kind of feel like a mental reset. Mm-hmm. That's, and it also, it kind of gives you energy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like you get out, like, I don't feel like I need a Red Bull or a coffee or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think one day mean you should try the, ice, the bath. ice bath. Yeah. The ice bucket thing. Meg. I think that'd be really fun. Like they even have the ice barrels now. Yeah. So you can like kind of just like crouch down in the barrel and you're like, and it's, I think it'd be fun to see who can go for longer.
0: It's like a mental thing. I it think.
1: is, for sure. And I see guys like Joe Rogan and stuff doing it. and I'm like, dude, they're, and even them, bro, it's like 10 minutes and they're done, bro. Mm. Like, they cannot go any longer. So, I think that'd be cool for us to give that a shot one day. Let's do it. You want to hear my win of the week? I would
0: love to. <laughs> it's not as drawn out as that. But, okay, so, after a long, hard day at work, you know, you're on the way home, stop at Publix. Give you some public sweet tea, man. Dude. Public sweet tea is like... Dude, actually, The hold on, best... That's a, that's a legendary... That's the best product. sweet tea in Florida, I think.
1: Oh, that's the best sweet tea anywhere. Uh, yeah, anywhere. I, I will say uh, Chick-fil-A, close competitor. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of like... They probably use public sweet tea.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> this shit is good. <laughs> so fucking
1: good. <laughs> and it's got like that perfect amount of sweetness. Like, it's very easy to make sweet tea too sweet. McDonald's. McDonald's for sure. Um, But... For some reason, man, like public sweet tea is just always on the money. And you can taste like it's real tea for yeah, it's sure, tea. bro. A hundred percent. And and that's a good win of the week,
0: brother. I mean either that or um those public sugar cookies with the sprinkles. What about public chocolate chip? I mean, yeah, but the sugar cookies? Oh, dude, I'm chocolate chip all day. Ah, sugar ah, sugar dude.
1: I'm even I'm even peanut butter before sugar. Like Seriously? I like the sugar cookies, but dude, I'm I'm chocolate chip and peanut butter are kind of neck and
0: neck. You ever had their sugar. red velvet mini cupcakes? No. <laughs> crazy shout out Publix I love everything you're doing <laughs>
1: for the people that live up north and don't know about Publix man if you're ever in the south or you're especially in Florida like you gotta hit a Publix, it's, Publix. it's a whole experience mm-hmm. and now they've got those other Publixes where it's like some of them will be just a normal grocery store but then other ones they have a, be a like, bar
0: upstairs in cornhole like what the fuck like I thought I was going to the store the
1: one by your house is actually pretty sweet yeah, man so nice. um I go in there like all the time and it's they've got like a full it's not just a like pub substation but it's like a whole like Pub sub restaurant, kitchen, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, like restaurant. It's you can crazy. go upstairs and eat, and it's got like the like sky deck area where you're up there eating. And you can kind of watch everybody shop and that stuff. Isn't it weird, it's, it's pretty like, cool. Yeah, I, I think it's dope. And then the bar, like you were mentioning, yeah. I don't know that I'd want to actually go and like you know pregame for the bars at Publix or anything like yeah. that. But um, you know, it's definitely a cool experience. I like how Publix is kind of turning it into like a something an experience. To, yeah, yeah, an experience yeah. kind of you know. And there's tons of places like that. Like Bucky's is another one. Yeah, I'm, I believe that's kind of like only in the south as yeah, well. Yeah, that's a south thing. And, um, yeah, it, it's just one of those things, bro, where it's like you go to Bucky's for the experience. You don't actually go there just to get gas or just to get, like, you know, some Reese's or something mm-hmm. inside. It's like you go in there because you...
0: It's at least a 30-minute trip every time. <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> it, I get lost in there. <laughs> it's
1: funny because um, my mom had never been to Bucky's. Really? So this is, like, maybe... Oh God, I want to say, like, maybe a month or two ago, my mom was, like, dying to go to Bucky's, man, and um you know she she lives like out of the beaches so it's kind of for her it's like it's kind of a hike to go out to bucky's and and see it um you're right down the street from it and Mm -hmm. it was cool too because she was like she like made a day out of it right like so she woke up early came over to my house we had some breakfast and then we went to bucky's and dude we were in there she was in awe the whole time it's like she had to take a picture with the mascot you know what i mean (laughs) she had to like get a a bucky's souvenir cup that looks like the little uh you know beaver or whatever it is so it's it's cool man i like i like how places like that can kind of Go all out yeah. and, and make it dope. Um, but good one of the week, brother. Public Appreciate sweet you. tea. I mean, oh, yeah. if you know, you know. Yes, sir. Right? I mean, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing that I want to talk about that I almost forgot, big change this week for me. Yes. No more man bun. Uh, yes, that is crazy. So the people didn't... I mean, dude, I've been growing that man bun out for a while. What was the reason? Why did you switch it up? Multiple reasons, mm-hmm, okay? Yeah. I'm not going to list every single reason out. But basically... I wasn't even really the one that wanted the man button to begin with. It was like more so, you know, significant other, other people, you know what I mean? Like there was people that wanted me to give it a shot and see if I liked it or whatever. Um, And I did, I honestly, I thought that I I fucked with it. I thought that it wasn't really that big a deal. It was just kind of, it was difficult to maintain. Like I've had short hair my whole life, you know what I mean? And for the most part, like I've always had, it was pretty short. Like, I mean, I never really had like the long hair thing I did Mm -hmm. for a few months whenever I was younger and stuff. Um, but I've kind of always had like the short hair, like, you know, one, two fade on the side and then like maybe a four or five on top. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was just kind of how I had my hair and I'm always wearing a hat anyway, so I could really care less. Uh, But, dude, getting out of the shower and having to spend, like, 10 minutes just dry. Because I don't have a hair dryer. Yeah. There's no reason for me to own a fucking hair dryer. You know what I mean? So, dude, me getting out of the shower and having to spend, like, 10, 15 minutes just sitting there drying my fucking hair with the top. it's still not dry. It's still not dry. And then you're sitting there shaking your fucking head just trying to, like, get all the water out. You know, you end up being late for shit. You end up... What what would kill me, too, is, like, I'd spend all that time getting my hair dry. And then uh, I'd put it in a bun... 'Cause it's like, dude, when it was down, it was just like a fucking rat's nest, dude. I was like, I no, I'm not wearing this shit down, you know. What I mean, it's either a bun or nothing. <laughs> yeah. And so I'd put in a bun, and then it'd be like, you know, five, six hours later, and I go to take it out of the bun or re like, you know, make you know, fix it, do whatever mm-hmm. if it gets messed up. And my hair's still
0: soaking wet. That's terrible.
1: And so I'm just like I got to a point, bro, where I was like, I'm just tired of maintaining this shit. And, you know, you gotta go back to your roots eventually, bro. Like it was cool and I, I'm really glad that I did it. And I think it was dope for the pod too, especially since you had the mullet not that long ago. So it was like, you cut your hair, I'm going to grow mine now. So one of us has the long hair yeah. on the pod. Um, but no, man, we had to clean it up a little bit. It's time to time to switch it up. Make and some get. changes. 100% dude. And um, no, one last thing that I want to mention is sponsorships are now open. Yes, sir. So this is something that me and you've been working on for quite some time. Um, tons of brands have been work, or like reaching out, trying to work with us, do something where it's just, You know, get there. People, I think, realize that our audience know, loves, and trusts us with a lot of things. So we have a ton of loyal listeners, not just in Jacksonville, but all over the fucking country, all over Mm -hmm. the world, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I think that it'd be great for us to like choose specific brands to work with and push their agenda, just like we're pushing our own agenda. And one thing that I think is really interesting is about the way that we're doing this new structure is now brands, people, whoever it is, they can sponsor specific segments as well. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Win of the Week, sponsored by da-da-da. Joey's Top 3, sponsored by da-da-da. The OG Sessions Patreon, sponsored by da-da-da. You know what I mean? You can mm-hmm. even sponsor an entire episode if you mm-hmm. want to. Um. So we're just trying to make it so that brands can easily work with us and also have price points available for everybody. Right. Because not every brand is a freaking million-dollar company and can afford to you know drop however much money it is to sponsor an entire episode mm-hmm. um instead they can just sponsor just one of the week or they can sponsor just joey's top three so super Stoke excited for that yeah I'm, I'm stoked for that one man yes, sir so um should we get into today's episode let's do it episode 88 going down right now what up what up what up oh geez i'm here with the man himself joey allen yes sir how are you feeling brother so it's episode 88 going down right now mm-hmm. uh, another phenomenal episode in the books i'm super excited for this one uh today's guest is music artist one half of bright purple violinist and model cutie
2: hey how you guys doing
1: so glad to have you on the show, Katie. How are thanks, you doing? Thanks
2: for having me. I'm feeling good today.
1: Yeah. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks. Thanks for so, having me. So uh, this connection was um, episode 85. We had the man Jeremy Ryan on here, which is the other half of Bright Purple. Yep. Um, Absolute honor to have you on the show, like I said.
2: No, thank you guys for having me. I'm feeling good to be here today. You guys are amazing, so... Yeah.
1: You are uh, a woman of many facets. Yes, <laughs> So many things to talk about today. Um, first thing, I just want to kind of paint the picture for the audience and just kind of tell them a little bit more about yourself. Um, how did you get into just creating music? Because you do so many different things when it comes to music. Um, at what age did you kind of discover that this is what you were so passionate about?
2: Um, so I've been doing music for a very long time. I've always been involved with arts and whatnot. Like I grew up in a church, so we... The choir. I was in the dance team. All that shit. So, um, I've just always been a part of the music community. And then I started playing violin at the age of four. Oh my god! Wow. Um, so I've been playing violin for a Are long you good time. At it? <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at it. <laughs> like,
0: That's crazy. I'm
2: actually going to be playing it real soon in my next performance. So,
0: do you yeah. play often? Like, is it something you just break out and start playing the violin?
2: Um. Yes, I do. Um. I play around the house more often. Than most, I do it in songs as well. So, yeah, I'll be having more violin stuff coming out for you guys. Too, I was gonna
1: too. say you have—I feel like you have the violin kind of in a lot of your music that you put out now. Anyway,
2: yes, for sure, it's super um, dope. I did these Queen affirmations, the a cappella songs that I released—Queen um, affirmations, um, Princess affirmations, and Goddess affirmations—and I featured my violin on all three of them. So nice. that's
1: awesome. Yeah. Is there any like specific inspirations you take away from? Like specifically violinists, you know, is there anyone that you kinda of look up to in that that space?
2: Um, there's this one violinist named Lindsay. She does amazing. She did the song called Crystallize and that was one of the most amazing songs that shaped me and my violin career. Um, she's amazing. There's also these two black male um violinists. It's called Black Violin. They're amazing as well. I saw them in concert when they came in Jacksonville. Um, but yeah, they're they really inspire me as well. So
1: that's awesome. Did you ever want to get into any other musical instruments?
2: Yes. So I want to learn how to play the harp. Like really? it's, it's a beautiful That's the big instrument. one, is eh? it? Yeah. It's okay, the one yeah, you can yeah, do yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I've always wanted to, there's so many strings on there though. So I feel like I would have to memorize a lot, but I definitely want to learn it and guitar, um, acoustic guitar. I want to incorporate that in my performances. Mm-hmm. That's
1: awesome. Is it, is reading music the same way when you're when it's either the harp or violin or guitar or whatever you kind of is it like the same process of reading the music?
2: Um basically, but it's just different clefs. Like you have bass cleft, treble clef, um alto clef. They're all they all use the same notes, but they're just in different registers.
0: So I wanted to ask about the violin. Mm-hmm. Um you know the Stick thing, yeah.
2: Is that like,
0: is that like horsehair? What is that? Is yes, it, it actually is. It is horsehair. Horse hair, yes. Wow, I can't believe I got that right. Yeah, <laughs> no, is no, it really?
2: Yes, yeah, horsehair. <laughs> I swear that was like 80 percent a guess. Oh my god! <laughs> it's all just um, horsehair and fiberglass. Really? Wow, yes. that's
0: awesome! And it just rubs on the string and makes that beautiful sound. Yeah. That's crazy. It is a beautiful sound. Like. I mean,
2: sometimes it's not that beautiful, as long as, especially when you're just learning. So. Okay, one more question about the
0: violin. <laughs> when it like screeches, is that are they pressing too hard?
2: Yes, they're okay. pressing too hard and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. But Me, <laughs> <yeah>. okay. Because <laughs> <No facts.
1: laughs> it always screeches when I'm doing it. So <laughs> no, that's got to be like a, a, a mission, learning how to play the violin. I yes. can only imagine.
2: Um, that's why you start off pretty young so that you can memorize the notes because you don't really have any frets or anything to, you know, visually see. So you have to memorize where the notes are and the finger positions and all that. So. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. And then at what point did you discover that you had such an amazing voice?
2: Um, so I've always been singing, like, my entire life. I grew up in a church, so I did choir and For all that sure. stuff. I always, provide, I always um prided myself in being one of the highest sopranos in the soprano <laughs> section or whatever. That's awesome. But, um, yeah, so I've, just, I've been singing my entire life. My family is musically inclined as well. Um, my dad, he played bass guitar, um, piano. He played drums a little bit, too. Um, my mom, she actually played violin as well in high school. And, yeah, my sister, she sings, and she played a saxophone for a little bit. So. Oh my I God. love the saxophone. Yeah.
1: I love the sa- <laughs> saxophone. I love the saxophone. I love
0: the saxophone. Anything bluesy
1: or raspy, I love it.
2: Yeah, me too.
1: That's awesome. So you've kind of always been surrounded by, you know, musically inclined people.
2: Yes, for sure.
1: Do you think that that kind of paved a way for you to kind of follow this dream that you have now?
2: Absolutely. Um, my mom was actually the one who got me into violin. She was like, I, I love violin. I played it in high school. I just feel like that would be something that you would be amazing at. And as soon as I got a violin in my hand, it was just off from there. I love it. It's my first love, honestly.
1: Would you ever like to be a part of, like, a group, you know, or maybe, like, I don't want to say a band. But Symphony? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I guess.
2: Yes. So I actually went to Douglas Anderson and um, La Villa School of the Arts. So I was in orchestra. Um, and that was honestly the most amazing experience for me. Just being surrounded by all these different instruments and hearing the different sounds around you is just an amazing feeling. So,
1: Are okay. you still playing violin a lot to this day?
2: Yeah, actually, yes, I am. Okay. I'm gonna be playing it on the 25th too. So
1: live performance. Yep. yep. See, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. I'm very excited for that. That's gonna be Thanks. super dope. Um, you know, let's jump into this, the music side. So, uh, you know, you go by. Correct me if I'm wrong. K. Dot. U. D.
2: Yes, correct. Cutie. Why is it like that? Um, so I have a habit of just misspelling things, uh, just to be different. Yes, like perpel. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I just thought it would be different. The K stands for my first name, which is Kaylin. K. A. Y. L. I. N. And then the cutie part is just because I just think I'm a pretty cute girl, so. Hell yeah. And the dot is there to be extra. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: no, I like it. It definitely makes you stand out for sure. And it's in um, you know, just it's one of those things like I think we were even talking about it in on episode eighty-five. Um, it's just it's so difficult nowadays to stand out. Mm-hmm. And you always I mean, especially with just trying to find like a social media handle or whatever it is, um, sometimes the name almost chooses you. You know yeah, what I mean? You're yeah. just kind of trying to figure out like what fits best for myself and um no, I love it. I think that, that it fits you very well and the way that you spell it kind of has that like mysterious aspect to it to where you see it, and you're like, Oh damn, I wonder if there is kind of like a hidden meaning behind yeah. this or whatever. Um, but no, shout out to you. I believe it's a uh, 2200 or, or yeah, was it 2200 Spotify listeners? Um, so tons of loyal listeners out there. I'm sure you're number one artist for a ton of people um, and shout out to you. I know it's a super difficult thing to do. And a ton of the music you've been putting out recently uh, have been going crazy. Thanks. The videos
0: too. The videos. Yeah.
1: I mean, don't even get us started on the videos. And I'm sure you work with a lot of the same people as uh, Jeremy and Ryan. But, um, you know, let's jump right into it. The trance video. That's shit is <laughs> trippy. Super, super fire video. Very yeah. trippy. Yeah. 100%. Um, tell me a little bit about that process. How did you come up with with the video for that song?
2: Um, so I actually worked with Kyle, a.k.a. Wade Saylor. He's amazing. Um, shout out to him um so we actually came up with the idea to make it a little bit more trippy um he came up with more of the editing process it was his first time using a green screen so um when he put that together it was just absolutely amazing I didn't have too much input on it other than the outfits and the hair design and all that stuff but he really put it together for me where was it all
0: recorded like was it all in a room yeah, That's all
2: in crazy. one room. That's so And insane. he just edited it all himself. Wow. That's
1: so, insane. Yeah, it's I could not crazy. imagine, like...
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a very You got to put video. the put the video, like, right here and
2: just yeah. show them, like, how
0: it's, like... A, you would never think you're just recording that in yeah. one a No, room. 100%. You would never think that. And yeah. even with,
1: like, the different outfit changes and just... Uh, there's even a scene where I, I think it's you and Jeremy are like mm. fighting each yes. other or something. I'm like, this is so lit. Bro. That was actually
2: really fun. Um, shout out to Jerry Ryan for almost breaking his back for me in that scene because <laughs> I, there was a scene I had to flip him and he landed on his back. We didn't have any matting oh. or anything. It was just a wooden floor. Oh,
1: my God. Like, shout
2: out to him. He really Shout out to him. <laughs>
1: Legendary. That is so funny. And um, you know, another one that's kind of popped back up was Queen Affirmations. Yes. Um, I didn't. I don't know if you have a video for that one or anything, but the um, that song is is yes. such a great song. Thank you. And it, I feel like that song really, you can really. F- you know, hear how great of a voice you have in that song. You know what I mean? You really flex your muscles in that one for sure. And um, there was actually a few remixes that got dropped as well. Yes. And that was like only a few weeks ago or maybe a few days ago that that one dropped. And um, that's the SF Day and the SF Night remix.
2: Yes, Um, Satellite Frank, he did the remixes for those. Um, He actually reached out to me. He was like, hey, um, I have a few songs that I want to do remixes of yours. So, like, just send me the stuff over and I'll do it for you. And I was like, absolutely, because he's amazing at remixes as well so it was a really good a really fun process to do that with him
1: for sure. cool like something you could kind of like bop during the day it's like mm-hmm. it, you know there's not as much he kind of takes a lot of the lyrics out of it and just kind of like uses the parts where you're harmonizing and yeah. doing different things and just like makes it a super dope mix so big fan of that for sure yeah. um shout out to you i mean your voice is absolutely fucking incredible thank you Does, have you always been kind of working on perfecting that like sound that you have
2: um, yes, uh, I kind of just do whatever I feel like in the moment. I don't like to box myself into any like genre or category or anything. I just do do weird stuff in my voice, like even with the La La song at the end of it. I did some scatting, yeah, I did the mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Like, I just like trying new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't ever really like plan my stuff out to the T or anything like
0: that. I know so. you said you don't like putting yourself in a category, but what would you say that other people, like, say that you sing?
2: Um, Mostly R&B. Yeah. 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 I, I would definitely see that more, but...
0: Is there any other genre that you would want to venture into?
2: Um, Yeah, that's very interesting because kind of working on something i don't know if i should say it
0: right i mean now. you could i mean You're i good. could i could
2: <laughs> so i'm venturing into my like pop punk era okay
0: let's go yeah That's sweet so let's
2: just, go i'm not gonna say too much about it but yeah just a little teaser That's for the dope, fans yeah. out there
1: i love that um you know for sure Definitely, i was gonna say a little bit of pop in there with some of the songs like mm-hmm. lala you mentioned that one such a great song we talked about that in episode 85 too it's like just I fucking, I'm still bumping that song. <laughs> it's it's just such a, a such a bop, and um, your voice really makes that song. You know, where you're just in there, it's like the the repetitive la 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 la. Like it's just I fucking love it. It's Catchy. It's Thanks. very catchy, very catchy. But also, um, just one of those songs where it's like, what even? What kind of category is that song? You know what I mean? Like that's just a. It's it's its own. Just thing, good music. You know? Just, like just a, good music fusion, for sure.
2: Yeah, like a fusion pop funk. Is you know. Type
1: vibe, I guess. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, do you Did you ever take, like, scene classes or anything like that?
2: Um, actually...
1: They're all self-taught?
2: Yeah, pretty much. I just grew up in the church, and we were already singing there, so... Mm-hmm. kind just, just working off your periods. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah.
1: Has your voice changed a lot, like, as you've gr- grown up and gotten older?
2: I would say so. I think I have more of a range now. Um, I used to be more just like a soprano, high tone, but I think I can do lower as well, so... I guess with my range that's the pre- pretty, pretty much the only thing that's changed, and it's more polished now. I can hold notes longer, mm-hmm. and, you know what's lower
0: better. than a soprano like a tenor what yeah,
2: is- a tenor there's soprano, alto tenor, bass. A uh, baritone I was a baritone in chorus oh, In really? middle school chorus <laughs> I was a
0: baritone I need no to hear way. that I
2: need to hear that
0: <laughs> No <laughs> So does that mean That you got like The super deep voice yeah.
2: Super
1: deep Oh
0: my gosh that's. Fun. I think Man. they were like Just trying to make me Feel good about myself Yeah, But I definitely felt Good about myself I was like yeah I'm in the baritone And <laughs> you were singing <laughs> No what, what, what were you doing? What was I you mean, doing? like, I did my like, la, la, la. la you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you're a baritone. I'm like, yeah, I am.
1: I'm pretty, I'm just impressed with the, you, you didn't even know these terms. I'm over here. I like, went to middle school, school course. A
0: I went to middle school course. You,
1: okay. Yeah, for two brother. years. Brother. Shit. We need to have you on the OG sessions, Bob. Hell We need
2: to have you on
1: a song. 100%. <laughs> <out>. <laughs>
0: my <laughs> voice cracks, so it think it to be good.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. What, um, what kind of new projects are you working on to, you know kind of expand your expand your catalog a little bit
2: um so i actually have a song coming out on the 23rd with mecca the marvelous as a producer um he's an amazing producer so i'll have something coming out that's called purple freakum dress and it'll be on all streaming platforms it's more of like a funk purple freakum dress yes purple freakum dress Does it and it's anything to do e with okay
0: that's crazy <laughs> <was> just,
2: <laughs> just because i like to misspell things of course but yeah, Is there any
0: like, um, correlates to bright purple with that song or no?
2: Um, no, I just like purple <laughs> okay. yeah. and I like spelling it wrong. So yeah, yeah. Nice.
1: <laughs> I love it. You've kind of, you kind of put your own little staple yeah. on that. You know what I mean? Now, anytime she says purple or puts purple in anything, it's gotta be that e. It's purple. You know what I mean? uh, yeah. I like it a lot. I think it's really dope. Yeah, I like Thanks. it. And, um, you know, we did briefly mention that you're, you know, part of, uh, bright purple, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, were you kind of the brains behind that? Did you kind of come up with the bright purple concept?
2: Um. Yeah. Basically. So we we spent some time before going back into Burke and we it was like three days that we made that whole project.
1: No way. Um,
2: yes, three days. Um. We started with one song, and we're like, hmm we need to keep going with this because we got something going here for real. And then we got to Lala and we are like, yeah, we got to keep going for real. Yeah. And then um, we were like, yeah, let's just make this a group thing. And I was like, absolutely. Um, I came up with um, the name mostly and um, the name of the project. But yeah, I kind of. When you say three days
0: for the project, like you mm-hmm. came up with those songs recorded mm-hmm. and put it all together in three days. Yes. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. Yeah. Like, and they sound so
1: polished and so. I mean, it would take me a fucking year to make one song. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could never even <laughs> I still got to learn how to sing. Yeah, that's so it's like, <laughs> that is incredible. And I mean, you listen to it. It sounds like you guys have been working on that project for months and months and months. That is just insane. I can't believe it only took you three days. Yeah. Um, what, Is there anything new coming for Bright Purple?
2: Um, I think we do have something new coming, but... I'm not, I'm not going to speak on it right now. We'll we'll just let it come out when it comes. You already dropped some free games, so I guess. Yeah, 100%. say
0: yeah. we will yeah. let it just
1: slide. <laughs> and um, you and Jeremy are always working so closely together. and uh, Like, you never know when, you know, you're featuring on some of his stuff or he's featuring on some of your stuff. And I just love it. You guys as a combination, it's just a- And yeah.
0: it only takes three days to drop a project. So, I mean, <laughs> yes. we could have a new project by next week. Yeah. <laughs> the
2: funny thing is we did that in three days, but we didn't release until like a year afterwards. <laughs> like, we held on to it for a Why? long time. We just wanted to make sure that it was like... We promoted it well, we mm. had videos for it, um, everything together. Were you still
0: working on it while you were holding it or was it literally just sitting it there? It
2: was done. That's yeah. Crazy. We were just working on photo shoots and stuff to promote it mm. before we We always want to make sure that our drops are big. Um, yeah, very big. We have a promotion plan behind it and whatnot. So
1: How important what? is
2: that? What? Very important. Um you want to be able to drop visuals with things because it changes the aspect of the song. Like, you listen to the song, you're like, okay, that was cool or whatever. But when you see visuals visuals with it, you're like, whoa, this is actually really dope. It's more of a story. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And
1: it paints a picture of what you actually, like, have in mind for the song. Like, yeah. your vision for creating that song whenever you made it, you kind of want to display that for the... Because not everyone's going to know what's going on inside your head when you're mm-hmm. making that song. Everyone's going to kind of hear a song and kind of think of th- different things and mm-hmm. apply to them whenever they hear it. Um, but for that one, especially with the La La video, I mean, full production. It looks like a fucking movie whenever you did that. was yeah. Was that kind of part of the the rollout plan. You guys know that La La was kind of your banger in there for sure. Yeah. yeah.
2: We knew that that was going to be the one this, that was the single on the project for sure. <laughs> and
1: you dropped a song as well, just called Purple or purple, but it's, you know, um, yeah. yes. I keep saying, yes, purple. that I was bright, bright, purple purple too. As well.
2: um, bright purple with culture school. We, we dropped that song on his project.
1: Was that the one that's got like the PlayStation like style? Yeah. I love that yeah. cover. I think, <laughs> and you guys do a lot of cool stuff like that. Like where a lot of your covers, it's like these super dope, like artistic, yeah. Okay. I, I just I love the way y'all did that, and um, as soon as I clicked on it, I was like, "This is probably the coolest fucking cover I've yeah. ever seen." Have you seen that one? Yeah, it's like a PlayStation. It looks just like it's like the PlayStation font and everything, and yeah. it's like ugh, takes um, me back. You can school. put it right here on the screen. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm gonna pop it up right here.
2: <laughs> Honestly, um, but Culture School, he's really into retro gaming and stuff like that. So it that was all his idea
1: culture me. school is kind of a, a sleeper in this game i'm not yes. even gonna lie like culture school he's been brought up quite a bit since mm. we you know started season two of this podcast and um shout out to him everything that he kind of does is is a one for sure yes, for sure is amazing he, producer. is he one of your favorite producers to work with
2: oh absolutely he makes amazing beats um i haven't had too many um projects with him but we're working we're gonna work on more so
1: who is some of your favorite people in the city to work with
2: um, of course, Jeremy, Ryan.
1: <laughs> he's all right. He's, <laughs> he's, cool. Cool whatever, he's cool or whatever, whatever, like, um, right.
2: <laughs> but I love working with him. I work with Mecca. um, Dev died alone. He's amazing as well. He just released a project and I'm on it with him as well. We did a song called Lil baby and I was actually rapping on that one. Okay.
1: Um, yeah. That, that song goes hard as well. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> thanks.
2: Appreciate it. Um, who else do I love working with? Um, Oh, we have A-Tone Beats. He's amazing. And then I also have Bluff God. He's an amazing beat producer as well. I've seen him as well. Yeah, he's been
0: yes. supporting a lot lately. He shows a lot of love to the podcast. Yeah.
1: Shout out Bluff God, yeah, man. Shout out yeah. Bluff God.
2: He's amazing. For
1: sure. Is it tough kind of picking a producer to work with? Someone that kind of has that same vision as you and kind of puts out that same high-quality uh, project that, or I guess, you know, is capable of putting out, like, a high-quality mm-hmm. project like what you're used to doing?
2: Definitely. Um, I think just connecting with people. Like I met a lot of these producers working with Jeremy Ryan because he works with so many people throughout the city. Um, so just finding those people and creating those relationships is, is, it is really hard for sure. Especially as a female. Um, a lot of females make it, they it's hard for them to go out and find beat producers because I don't know, there's a lot of creeps out here mm-hmm. for sure. hundred percent. Uh, yeah, um, for sure. But you got to find those people and make those relationships and, it goes on from there.
0: How do you go about getting a beat? Like, do you ask for beats or do are they always sending you beats? And then, like, if you kind of like something, do you send it back and say, like, change the 808 on this or something? or like?
2: Um, it really depends on the relationship. If I know somebody who makes amazing beats but I've never worked with them before, I'll reach out to them and be like, hey, I love your beats. Can you send me something or mm-hmm. something like that? And, of course, I'll be like, yeah, I'm a going to pay for you for that because I pay everybody that I work with. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that you guys are taken care of. But um, if you have that relationship, people will just send you stuff as well. Right. Like, hey, I want you on this beat, stuff like that. That's
1: cool. Do you think we're lacking, like, as a city in any specific area? Because I know that obviously Jacksonville, even though we're such a big city, we're kind of considered, like, a smaller market mm-hmm. as, for the, you know, music industry and whatnot. Um, do you feel like there's any other – there's places where you kind of have to, like, reach out to people in Atlanta mm-hmm. or in Memphis or whatever it is to kind of, like, find the exact beat or the exact producer, whatever it is that you're looking for?
2: I would say opportunity for live performance, for sure. Um, I think that we don't have many live opportunities for independent artists here. Um, As you can see, a lot of our venues are shutting down as well. It's making Mm -hmm. it harder for people to do stuff like that. So I would say that. And um, yeah, that's basically it. We have studios here, um, so... You can go and record anywhere you want to. For There's sure. plenty of beat makers as well. You can just reach out to them. But I would just say performance. Yeah. Do
1: you have an at-home <clears> studio, <throat> or for you, or do you like to go to a, a someone's studio that they have already set up?
2: Um, so I'm working on an at-home studio, but for right now, I'm working with um, Jeremy Ryan. He's an engineer for him and me and Dev Dive alone. So working with him right now. So That's perfect.
1: And I, I definitely agree with what you're saying with the live show aspect because – like you said, venues shutting down. But then also it's like, whenever there is kind of like a big festival or something that's going Mm -hmm. on in the city, it's kind of like
2: outsourcing. Yeah. Yeah. Like a ton of
1: people that are coming into the city from other places. And I'm like, there's so much talent in the city. Like just go through the fucking OG sessions catalog and see like every other guest we've had on here is just an incredible music artist, including yourself. And, um, you know, I'm super excited about the performance you have coming up, which is winterland six, I believe. Yes. So how did you get tied up with this?
2: Um so there's this group called Kairos K- Creature Club. Um I've definitely worked with them quite a few times in underwire. So um they've invited me out to perform quite a few times. So they came to me and said, "Hey, we have Winterland coming up. Come on out and perform." So That's awesome.
1: Great. Are you picky over what kind of performances you're going to go do or do you just enjoy it so much so you're like, I'll, I'll perform anywhere, anytime?
2: Um, I definitely am picky about where I perform. Um, just because, like, I've done so many different performances around the city now. I'm like, I don't want to just do mm-hmm. this and that. Like, you got to you know your worth. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah. I'm Was there that.
0: ever an event that you went to that, like, it just didn't go well? Not necessarily because you didn't feel it or, like, like the crowd or something like that?
2: Um, that's the thing. I try to get myself into events where I know the crowd is going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to go to a completely like drill rap scene type thing mm-hmm. and then go up there and perform love songs. Right. Like I'm yeah. not going to do that type of thing. So um, I think all the performance that I've ever done have been really good energy.
0: That's good.
1: No, for sure. And I, I just seen some of the clips of stuff where you're, performing live or you know you don't have like the opportunity to kind of master this over it's like your voice just in person is fucking incredible um me and joey are going to definitely try to go to that event because it's not just you but there's also a couple other artists that have been on the pod as well um that we want to go see perform live and I- i'm very excited for it um would you ever consider like going to you know you see so many artists it's like they take off and go to atlanta and just like spend a couple years in atlanta just to, like Build up their following or build up whatever it is, or just kind of like get that spark that they needed to mm-hmm. get their music seen and whatnot. Do you ever have those kind of thoughts or consider doing that?
2: Um, I would go to Atlanta to perform and whatnot, but I don't think I would move there. Yeah, <laughs> it's way too much going on there. It's like a melting pot. People are like, "Yeah, please don't come here." It's yeah. kind of getting saturated. Yeah, too. like
1: so many people are up there to make making music, and the competition is so high. Yeah, um, sure. at least down here, it's like you know, you're kind of like a top dog in Jacksonville <laughs> right now. It's super dope.
2: I appreciate it. Yeah,
1: a hundred percent. And um, I think definitely if there's anyone out there that's putting together festivals or whatever it is, like bring that shit to Jacksonville and yeah. don't bring a headliner. You know what I mean? Like, pick some people that are here that are mm-hmm. making shit happen. The
2: talent is here. It really is. And I, I get upset every time that it's overshadowed because I know so many other artists who need those opportunities as well. So
0: Why know. do you think Jacksonville doesn't grow as fast as they should as as a music community? Because there are so many people with talent. And why aren't we like Atlanta? Like, why aren't we like these other big cities that have all these producers and stuff?
2: Um, Honestly, I don't think a lot of the celebrities want to come (laughs) (laughs) here. Yeah. Because they don't ever come here. We don't ever have these like really huge concerts or anything like that. They just kind of skip over Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It might be because it's scary here sometimes. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. Duval exactly. ain't too bad. And, but for, every
2: time someone visits here, they're like, I don't know about Duval. Yeah. <laughs> no, piece, no people crazy.
0: <laughs> That's the thing. It's
1: the people, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, the, the, you know, the atmosphere is dope. Like we have an okay little downtown and yeah. like there's different mm-hmm. aspects Some of it. The beach, we're right near the ocean and everything. But sure, don't you, you brought up downtown. downtown. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, just with like, The new with them tearing down the landing, like Mm -hmm. that area is great for a festival, I think, you know. And they've done a couple things out there, but um, we really need to get something going where it's a real music festival and we get like a ton of dope artists that are actually in the city, homegrown. Um, and also, I mean, imagine the type of crowds that would come out for a live performance just featuring people in the city. I mean, love culture alone pulls in a shit ton of Mm -hmm. people whenever they do a live performance and, and things like that. And um, you know, I think. I can see you working with a ton of local artists that are in the city as well. Um, A lot of people with great voices, but also a lot of people that um, you're just so versatile, right? Like you mentioned, you know, in one of the songs that you, you were rapping as well, where do you think what do you think is your range for that versatility? Like, do you can you go can you do anything? Do you think you can do a country song if you want to? I feel to? like I can do anything. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> I, I feel like could I could do a
2: country song, especially like here Beyonce did her song. Like, I know I saw
1: that. That, that was kind <laughs> of cool. so good. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I like that as well.
2: Yeah. It just kind of opened the doors for especially like more black artists to like try new genres and do different things. So I would definitely do that for sure.
1: What artists do you draw most of your inspiration from? Like big time artists?
2: Um, of course, Beyonce, <laughs> the queen. The queen. Um, uh, I grew up listening to a lot of like Sierra, and I liked all the girls who sing and dance. Mm-hmm. Um, like Cassie, I loved her as well. Um, I also got into a lot of Christian music when I was growing up too, because I grew up in the church. So, um, like choirs, um, Yolanda Adams, stuff like that. So they all kind of shaped my voice and my sound, basically.
1: They can hit those like high notes yeah, and things like that. Yeah. Have you ever put out a song that you expected to do way better, but it didn't really get the numbers that you you know were expecting?
2: Yes. I feel like every artist does that. Yeah. <laughs> because we always have this song that we love, but we put it out and people are like, That's not our favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is
1: there one that specifically comes to mind for you?
2: Um, yes. Actually it was Rexum on my latest album, Trance. I thought that was going to be the one. And people like it, they do, but it just wasn't the favorite. Yeah. For sure.
1: What went into making that song for you?
2: Um, It was just a rager beat. So I was like, let me go off a little bit, you yeah. know, talk my shit or whatever. <laughs> but it was, it was fun to do, but I just thought it would be a lot better than expected. But
0: Your fans were like, eh, let's <laughs> keep it the other way.
2: <laughs> They're like, it's cool. I like it, but sing. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and for I,
1: sure. And I mean, but it's like you hit those notes so well. So it's, I mean, you can't blame anyone for like just wanting to hear, you know, what you're so good at. And, um, but it is also great to have that range, right? You know what I mean? Just being able to do anything and also being able to like put out something like that just so people can, there, there are people out there that probably could care less about hearing just like you singing all the time. And, um, they'd rather just hear, you know, your range with like you done that song where it's kind of a little bit more ragey, something to turn out before the club or whatever, um, how important or I guess how much does your mood play into what kind of song it is when it comes out? Like if you get a beat and you're not kinda like, you mm-hmm. know, and you're you're like in a phase of your life where you're like, I'm making hype shit. You know what I mean? Does um, that ever play a role?
2: Definitely. Um, shout out to Jeremy Ryan because he's always gonna tell me the truth. Um, <laughs> there was this one song I was going through a tough time at the time. I was like a little depressed. <laughs> I got in a booth and I did the song. He was like, Yeah. That ain't it. It's so sad. Like, please, (laughs) please go back and write to it and come back and like, you know, redo it. And I did it and it it became a really good song. So I appreciate (laughs) it. But I definitely go off moods for sure.
1: I like that. What is your creative process like when you're in the when you when you're in the studio Mm -hmm. and you are creating music, what kind of goes into it for you? Do you ever like to maybe smoke one down real quick before you record? Do you like to, you know, throw a few drinks in? Do you like to just kind of be in the studio by yourself and not really have any outside noise, like, giving you any input? Do you like to be in the studio with a whole fucking group of people so you can kind of hear everybody's input? How does it go for you?
2: Um, So when it comes to creating a song, I like to hear the beat first. As soon as I hear the beat, I'm like, okay, I can create a hook from there. But um, when I start writing, I like to smoke for sure. Um, Um, As I don't, we all do. yeah, <laughs> I, I don't do drinks before I record. I feel like I start slurring and yeah. stuff and that's not going to be cute. Uh, <laughs> um, and I definitely don't like a lot of people being in the studio when I'm doing it either because I feel like it's just too many eyes on me at one, you know, yeah. <laughs> just like, leave me alone. Let me do my thing. You know? Oh yeah.
1: Save all the eyes for whenever it's a live performance. Time. <laughs> yeah. Winterland <laughs> six coming up. That's 25th. You said?
2: Yes. Yeah, 25th. 25th. Mm-hmm. Let's
1: fucking go. That's going to be really cool. Um, how was your Valentine's day?
2: It was amazing. It was nice. Um, so our anniversary was actually Valentine's Day weekend. Um, it was on the 11th. So we did all of our stuff then. Um, we had a nice little time. We had our movie night. We had dinner. What had, movie did you guys watch? Um, what did we see at the movies? It was um The Beekeeper. Oh, it was I so know. good. Really was it? Good. Yes. I yeah. saw the
0: Bob Marley movie. How, How was? was it? It was so good and I, I didn't know how ignorant I was on that whole situation, but I feel great knowing and like being informed on how everything went. <laughs> I want to see that it's like great too. you you will it's like a big realization like I didn't even like I've heard of like Rasta and shit like that, mm-hmm. but I didn't understand like Rasta is, like a whole religion no I had it no is, clue yeah. I didn't know that, mm-hmm. and I feel so much better knowing I didn't what know it that is either yeah it's I need like to check a spiritual
2: thing with like weed i
0: believe right no you it's know? they they believe it's like the higher siley or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's like they believe in a God or like a person mm-hmm. and they like praise roster or something like that. Hey, but it does have, have to do with weed. weed yeah, I will yeah say they it, definitely smoke weed. Definitely Everybody smokes weed. Sure. <laughs> no, that seemed like a really good
1: movie. I'm jealous you got to see that, bro. Yeah, that, I, see uh, that. Like, I, I, I didn't really even want.
0: know Bob Marley was mixed. I thought it was just a black man. Really? What I don't know. Mean? I just I don't really look at it like that. I just thought he was a black man. And then he's got a black dad that walked out on him.
2: I need to watch this movie. It's yeah, a great it. movie. Like, you.
0: You, I didn't know all these things about Bob Marley. I feel so informed. Was now. the
1: actor related to Bob? Was Ziggy that, Marley. It was his Ricky? son. Yep. Okay. Oh my gosh, dude. That's gotta, so cool. That's really
0: dope. It's that's a great cool. movie. To play your father in it's a It's got to be a great
2: feeling. Amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's got to be... I mean, the pressure, too, has got to be insane yeah. for something like that. Because you want to paint their picture in like the best light possible, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? And, and just a guy like Bob, I mean, such a fucking icon, dude. Mm-hmm. Like... We gotta rewatch that. Movie, I will watch okay? that shit twenty times. I don't movie care. night coming up, <laughs> yeah. soon, bro. That should be super. Because yeah. I've I've seen all the trailers and shit for it. I want to see it so. It's bad. good.
0: Yeah.
2: And watch the Beekeeper. It was really good. Super good.
1: And I, the reason I was asking about Valentine's Day is because like I feel like that's that's kind of like the cutie holiday. You know, what I mean, <laughs> with every all the music you put out, it's like a lot of love songs. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of just just great music where you're really flexing your muscles with your mm-hmm. voice and everything, and it's like. I mean, I know for sure. I was turning on a couple of her songs, whatever it was You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's got to get in the mood, right? You the, the missus. Yeah. Throw on
2: some cutie and have a good
1: night. 100%. <laughs> um, what's one thing that, you know, you kind of do outside of music that not a lot of fans would expect?
2: Um. What do I do outside? Of music. I just be working. Honestly, you like That's fishing. Really, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I actually do like fishing. I, I go, go fishing so with random. my dad. I go fishing <laughs> with my dad sometimes. Like he loves going fishing with the family. So we'll go out with him early in the morning. So I days. love that. Yeah. Um. What else do I like? I like going bike riding. Doing so. I like being outside.
1: I love mostly. it. Yeah. Do you? Um. Is is spending time with your family? Is that kind of? Does that help your creative? you know like just your creative mind a little bit in general mm-hmm. just because you mentioned everyone else in your family it's like they kind of got their own things that yeah. they do as well with like the violin and everyone that's their around music and then you said you know your dad did a lot of mm-hmm. music and stuff like that when you're growing up do you feel like hanging around them you kind of gain or pull some inspiration and kind of you know take some notes from them
2: um for sure especially because family time is super important in my family um huge family we get together and do Family reunions every four years in different different states and whatnot. So, um, definitely pulled in a lot of inspiration from them for my music and like the love aspect of it because it's just such a loving atmosphere when I'm with them as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: I love that. And you know, there's so many things about you like that. Sorry, (laughs) yeah, I love that. (laughs) I mean, it's just I I felt it. No, it's super dope. Everything that you're doing is just like, I mean, uh, hats off to you. Like, seriously, it's super cool. Just seeing seeing your journey and kind of like how you are able to really your range is fucking incredible. And um, I forget which album cover it was, but the one where you're kind of like levitating like over all the people, whatever, yeah, that whole vibe, like just from obviously the video, we mentioned that, but just the cover of it. Those dope ass glasses that you were wearing on the find I mean, it's just so cool. Like I just love that energy, you know, and you can tell that you put a lot of time into your you know, creating everything and then putting it out in a very high quality manner and just just perfecting your craft, you know?
2: Yes. Thanks. It's funny that you mentioned that because <laughs> the cover for trance, I actually sent it I sent a little edited version over to the guy who did the cover art for me. And I used, I used a picture of like Jesus. <laughs> no way! <laughs> I used a picture of Jesus. He was like going like this. I was like, I want myself to be like this, but
0: like, yeah, but not with, Jesus, but <laughs> not Jesus, but
2: like me, you know, not to be like that against, is so like, cool. Anyone know the Christians or anything like that, but <laughs> that's what my reference was. Yeah. That was
1: awesome. I was kind of getting um. Like just with the outfit and everything, I was getting um Mrs. Incredible vibes. You oh, know what I God. mean? Just <laughs> like 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 super futuristic, like superhero. Yeah. Like I fucking love it. It was it was a really good vibe. I, I think you crushed it with that for sure. Thanks, thanks. And then we mentioned um before we got you started, you know, we were talking about, you know, you model as well. When did you get into that lane?
2: Um, so I recently got into modeling, probably when I started releasing music in twenty nineteen. Because I knew I had to keep my social medias up to date as well. Um, but I actually really enjoy modeling. Anytime I'm in front of the camera, I'm just ready. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> I really enjoy it. I work with a lot of amazing photographers here in this city, like Rockism. He's amazing. Um, the Soulful Flicks. He did I a know him.
0: Watching. That's my homeboy. That's he, crazy. He did
2: a few of my photo shoots. That's yes. crazy. That's cool. Like the purple one. He did that one. He did the one with the pink full outfit, yeah. the nails and the hair. Um, yeah, he's really amazing as nice. well.
1: Shout out to him. Do you have a lot of the creative direction whenever you're doing these photo shoots? Because you yeah. can tell it's like all of them kind of have that same energy, you yeah. know what I mean? Like sure. really cool angles, like a lot of close-ups, which are really dope. I also love the one, I think you ended up using it as your profile picture, mm. where it's like kind of got like that green tint to oh, it. Oh, the and green, like that. yeah. Gosh, it's fire. We
2: actually did that for a bright purple shoot. We did all the colors because our album cover our album was called Colors, So we just did a photo shoots with different colors and green was one of them. And we did that one with rockism. It's just so
1: cool. And like with the uh, ski goggles or whatever it is, she goes (laughs) so hard. It's like, and you can really, you, you really pull off like any look, you know, Um, whenever you're, whenever you're kind of like dropping a project or it's like, you know, Valentine's day or whatever it is, it's like you're posting these things and I'm like, it's so high quality. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You, you gotta love artists that can, just have that versatility, but also put out like such high quality content. at such a consistent rate. Mm-hmm. Um, how important would you say being consistent is in this game?
2: Very consistent. You got to keep up with um, your competition as well, because people are always posting and making content as well. And you will easily get overshadowed by those people as well. Um, but for me, I know that it's it's a lot with budget as well. So as whatever. it is with all of us. For, hey, yeah, trust me. <laughs> yeah. So when I can't go to a photographer or whatnot, I do it at I do it myself. Yeah. Like I'll put a little white screen in the back. Like that Valentine's Day picture, I did that myself. No way. Yeah, I had a white little sheet behind me. I just did little things and I edited it. And, yeah.
1: You also posted a video, um, just uh, while we're on the content side, you posted a video in front of the Jag Stadium, like, mm-hmm. right in front of the notorious statue of the Jaguar yes. in front of Everbank Field. And, like, what a great video of Thank you me. just... I, well, was it the national anthem? Mm-hmm. I mean, just, like, your voice is just incredible for that. I mean, ja- if anyone from the fucking Jags is listening to this, like, please, hit a girl right up. here, hit a girl <laughs> up a girl for up. real, for real, because um, that performance was super dope and, um, you know, just... With you being hometown hero, like, always being in Jacksonville and everything like that, that'd be such a cool collab to do one for day. For sure, yeah. You've also performed at uh, Daily's Place a couple times.
2: Yes, did I it did. Was
1: one of those for a game? Am I, am I correct?
2: Um, Yeah, both of them were for a game. Um, We did one for the last season, which was Cowboys versus Jags. And that was an incredible game, by the way. <laughs> we oh, came yeah. back, like, from, like, 24... That,
0: that, was a okay? se- like, that was a final season, like, that was... We won that last game. Right? Yeah. Last yeah, play yeah, of the game, yeah. wasn't it? All yeah. It pick. was um,
1: yeah. Uh, Rashad Jennings yeah. came through. Yeah, and He the bitch and, on. Yeah. That's awesome. That, that was good. insane. Yeah. But,
2: um, yeah, we did that game. And then we did the 49ers and Jackson in this recent
1: That's a great season. crowd to perform for, too. Because yes. you know it's going to be a lot of out-of-state people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Obviously, you're going to have your Duval locals and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just looking at the clips from that, it was like, damn, even with a Jags game going on right next for the people that aren't familiar with Jacksonville, um, daily's place is like a concert venue. That's basically in the stadium. It's like right outside of it along the edge. And it's like, it's cool that they'll do things like that on game day yeah. where people are already there. People are already there. But like before, you know, pregame, you can go turn up to like bright purple and fucking cutie. I think mm-hmm. that's just so dope. Um, do you, obviously with a lot of the music that you're creating, If you're going to perform it live, you almost need like five or six other people there with you to not necessarily like have that same, but like, you know, just to play the instruments and shit and make the sounds happen. Um, Are you particular over what kind of people you have on your team and what kind of people you like to work with in those those settings?
2: Um, Absolutely. I like working with people who like to practice because (laughs) practice is very important. You got to be able to get up there on stage and, you know, do what you practice for sure. Um, and also working with people who have like the same dedication with music. Um, I don't ever want to work with somebody who's just like, oh, this is nothing, you know, like 100%, people who yeah. actually have the same, that hunger, that music. drive.
1: Yeah. yeah, for sure. You want somebody that's in there, to, like grind as hard as you are hmm. for that shit. Do you still get nerves whenever it comes time for you to do a live performance or for you to get up in front of people?
2: Um, not so much anymore, but, um, I would say like. Two years ago, for sure. Yeah, because you strike
1: <laughs> yeah. me as, like, such a confident person, especially when you see the videos of you performing live or um, just with, when you hear your music in general. It's like you own that shit, you know? And I feel like if you are going to be a successful music artist or just a, you know, liked music artist in general, you almost have to have that aspect, right? Yeah, for sure. Confidence is key.
2: You got to be able to get up there and own the stage, for sure, and um, get the crowd going. Yeah.
1: What's new for Cutie? What can we expect in the future?
2: Um, new music, new visuals, more photo shoots and, um, fashion as well. So I'm I'm digging into the fashion design world. Um, I have a few things planned and it's coming soon. So like
1: you're creating your own pieces or whatever. And Oh, no way. And, um, is there already a name picked out or whatever? Because I think I've kind of peeped
2: yes. a little bit. <laughs> it's called Customs with a K and a dot.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, oh love I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I think it's so cool. It's great. It matches. It does. I like 100%. to
2: brand it all K dot, you yeah. know? So. Yeah.
1: No, and I yeah. think that's perfect. I, th- I think that branding is everything, right? And then yes. whenever you see the K dot uh, Customs, whatever, um, it's like you're going to immediately know that's Cutie, yes. you know? um, What kind of, what kind of made you want to get into that realm?
2: Um so I've always been like a fashion girl for sure. Um anything anytime I'm out, I got to make sure I'm looking fresh. Yeah. Um, I I was also really into Bratz dolls when I was younger and their whole thing is passion for fashion. And <laughs> like literally everything that they wore was just fashionable and super cute. So I've just always been into fashion for sure. But um getting into the design part of, portion of it was a bit hard because I'm still like learning how to sew better. But,
1: um, yeah,
2: Yeah. I really enjoy fashion for sure.
1: It's gotta be difficult. Like I haven't seen any, really any of the pieces that you're talking about putting out, Mm but, um, when it comes to like sewing and actually like, so you're crafting these from like scratch essentially. Oh my God, that's incredible. And it's gotta be that. I mean, I can only imagine the time that it takes to not just make them, (laughs) but like also learn how to make them Mm -hmm. and, and. You know, yeah, you seem um, like you're self-taught with most of this shit, so.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, I've been sketching a lot, but it's really bringing them to life. That is the hard part, but it's coming together very soon. Yeah. I love it. I'm
1: excited for that, for sure. <laughs> Thanks. Um, should we get into Joey's top three? Let's do it. Let's I gotta do this on. shit. So, <laughs>
2: Joey's top
1: three, um, as you remember from Jeremy Ryan's episode, uh, Joey picks a category... And we all have to give our top three for it. He okay. did this on accident um, around episode like sixty or something, and it just kind of turned into <laughs> a do it every segment. Time. Now we do it every single time, and I honestly love it. It's one of my favorite segments, and I know it's one of his favorite as well. So, hit us, today. Joey's
0: top three. Today's topic is self care. Like, what are your top three things you do for self care?
2: Okay. Starting with me? Yeah. All right. Um, I asked you. <laughs> yeah. you Trust right, you me, right the right audience there. don't give a fuck about mine, but I'm still going to say it. We all want to hear yours for sure. Okay. Um. So, sleeping. Okay. <laughs> um, Retweet. Yes. I love to sleep. Uh, I'll get a nap any time of the day. Um, weed, for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. That's for a good, sure. Self, good self-care. Anytime I'm having a bad day, I roll up a joint, smoke it. I feel 10 times better. Um, what's my third one? Uh, I would say creating music, honestly. Something I was waiting for it. I'm like, yeah. damn, when
0: are you going to sing? I was going
1: to <laughs> say, I mean, shit, just her creating music is self-care for me. Like, <laughs> like turn on some good cutie. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm feeling much better now, you know?
0: You can't um, use any of hers, by the way.
1: Okay, so we got to keep it fresh. Then yeah. you can't use any of mine? That's fine. All right, All right, brother. All right, brother. Hey, you already know what you said. All right, I'm going next. I'm going next. No, no, no. Too late. Um, so my top three for self-care... First one, got to go with gym. Mm -hmm. Whenever I'm feeling down, I'm always, for some reason, just getting in the gym and sweating it out is just a fucking winner for me. That's a good one. Um, And we actually talked about a couple of self-care things in the intro too. So that was a really good top three. So shout out to you, brother. That's what I do. Um... You know, we mentioned earlier the ice bath thing and that's just an honorable mention for me because that shit, even though we didn't do it, like just getting in the cold shower for me, it's so uncomfortable when you're in it. But when you get out, you're just like, oh my God, who am I? I'm a A new man, a new man. I don't know know any of y'all. This is a new person. (laughs) All your problems are Um, gone for sure. And she used sleeping. I would have (laughs) fucking, sleeping in weed. I'm like, that would have finished up my list. That's why I said you can't (laughs) say any of those because
2: I know those (laughs) are yours. It was the exact same list.
1: (laughs) Um, No, that's a good one. Um. Definitely not making music for me, shit. Um, you know, I hate to say it, but is a night out with the boys not, like, the best thing for just, like, oh, my no. God. Oh, like, yeah. Or just with your friends in general. Yeah, just, friends, like, for sure. when you can just, just around good energy and you're around good people, just go out and let loose and have a good time with that. mm mm-hmm. um, Number three, I'm going to go with being in the ocean surfing. Yeah, that's a good one. Self care for me. And um, it's not just self care for mental health because, like, whenever we're in the ocean, dude, I don't know what it is, but the waves could be so trash. You're grounded. Like, you're
0: literally in the earth. And you're
1: yeah. focused on one thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, you have no outside. Like, you don't even have your phone on you. Mm-hmm. So you're literally just out there. Like, the only thing you're thinking about is, like, is this a possible wave? You know, I'm like, just all these things Or are you're just in, talking like, to your boys. Just talking with mm-hmm. the boys. You know what I'm saying? Having a good time. But then also on the backside of the surfing one, skincare bro whenever we're surfing consistently mm-hmm. my skin or just at the beach in general like sometimes the waves are trash we'll just go to the beach and hang out and it's like whenever i'm in the sun for long periods of time i don't know what is my skin bro
0: feels good glowing oh my dude. god i don't know what is. It, it is so good. Listen,
1: i thought of, you know i don't use fucking like you know neutrogena or anything on my face like it's just whatever fucking god wants to do with it at that time <laughs> you know and but for i'll tell you right now boy we in that sun Ooh, that's all I need when when it comes to that. But um, let's oh, hear good. your top three.
0: My number one will probably be fishing, honestly, just because like mine going crazy, just walk around, fish, catch a fish, just brings you back, and stab then, an animal in the mouth <laughs> of the hook. I could see, yeah, why see. I really but the like thing it. is, the way I get around that is like I catch them, you know, and then I bring them nicely out of the water. I'm like, thank you for this fun that you brought me. <laughs> kiss them, it and let put, it go. Put them right back. I don't eat the fish. I'm gonna go them kiss up. his girlfriend. So
1: yeah, it's a great great process. i don't say that, but
0: uh. <laughs> But, um, number two, shit. Damn, I literally was thinking about this. Oh, cleaning my car.
2: Wow. That shit makes me that's feel different. so good. Wow, that actually, is a good one. I feel one. good after Like cleaning riding
0: my car in a too. clean, smell good yeah. car, like not a speck of dirt. That's, I, I'm on top of the world. You can't touch me. Yeah.
1: That actually is a real good And question. then number
0: three, you should know what it is after saying cleaning my car is getting a haircut because I, I do both of them on the same day because when I get my haircut and my car is clean, shit.
2: No, man. You ain't touching me. You can't <laughs> fuck with
0: him on that day. No, that is
1: actually, that's a good top three. Shout Appreciate out to uh, the, okay. the haircut one is big too because mm-hmm. I could, oh, dude, when you got that good fade. Now, I will say though, a bad haircut fucking ruins everything.
0: That's oh, why gosh, I go to the St. Right. Barber for the last nine years. I don't get a bad haircut. Facts. You do have a pretty loyal
1: barber. I'm not gonna lie, and the dude's a fucking legend. yeah I, I don't think I. Have a, he also shout out a, Jeff. He also does the beard you. too.
0: <laughs> he does my beard. The yeah.
1: beard ends up looking fresh, too and he up. cuts the Jaguars. I think for you, sometimes you say that every fucking time. I mean, it's too. cool. He's a celebrity barber. He cuts the Jaguars. So Joey's basically on the Jaguars too. You know, if you didn't know, it's like, I am a Jaguar. He's a Jaguar. <laughs> no, but um, he he does a good job with the beard. One thing that I always notice, I'm like, damn, the well, motherfucker trimmed your
0: beard. That's me look. too. You know, I gotta maintain
1: facts straight up. And you got your own, uh, you just got like a, your own. Oh, I got nice clippers and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. boy, that boy ready to go now. Um, a couple of things that I wanted to, to jump into with the music side and things before we wrap this up. Mm-hmm. What piece of advice would you give to some of these younger artists that look up to you and are like, I just want to be on Cutie's level one day?
2: Um, don't hold back. Like any talents or anything that you have that you can show to the world, like just do it for sure. Because um, you're going to regret it. For sure. <laughs> because, um, there's been a long time where I was holding back on my talents as well, like trying to be humble about stuff, but fuck the humble stuff. You got to show everyone what you got. For Put sure. yourself out there. And
1: people sure. can see that confidence too. Like so, so many people like radiate off that or like when you're radiating confidence, they almost like take it in. It's like, damn, like I actually, I, I, I want to, you know, listen to what you're putting out now because you're standing on it so much, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I like what you say about that with just kind of putting it out because you never know who's going to like it, For right? Sure. Like we even mentioned, I think we did talk about it in 85 where it's like in your eyes you may make something or or create something you're like, damn, I could, I could go harder on this or maybe it's just not what you've typically put out mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that's not what my fans are used to. But it's like, you never know who, what about
0: some new fans like that? You know what I mean? And anything that can kind of bring in like those new ears to your... your, What if Beyonce likes that song that you don't like? Exactly. What if she just so happens to see that one and then like loves it?
2: Yeah. And everyone has their own niche as well. Like people, people gravitate to people who can like be versatile and do different things. So don't, don't be afraid to try new genres and Mm -hmm. things. Yeah.
1: I love that. Yeah. That's a really good point. Thank you for that. And I feel like there's, there is so many... There's so many like ways where you can hurt yourself as a as a music artist, and just by doing certain things, like not having a lot of confidence, mm-hmm. and um, just kind of trying to play that humble card, where you're yeah. like, "Oh no, you know, I'm just a music artist doing whatever." It's like nobody really wants to get behind that person. If yeah. we're being honest, you know, what I mean, people want to get behind the person where it's like they walk around, they know they're the shit. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> know it for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I would you ever like to be at that level of like we mentioned Beyonce, like some of these other people where. Um, just absolute like superstar status. Like you don't even got a fucking you don't got no private life. Girl. Like you're not allowed in public because <laughs> Is you that like, star is that the goal eventually, like down the road?
2: Can I do that without not having a public life? You know? For sure, for <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. Like I would I would love people to recognize me for my music and whatnot without having to go outside, having to cover my face Mm -hmm. and stuff all the time. But, of course, that's not how it works. So we'll see how it plans out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and your question, I think the rate you're going, there's got to be so many people already that are like, that's cutie, that's cutie, that's (laughs) cutie, that's cutie. cutie." Um, But I know for sure, you know, we'll definitely be at that live performance. I'm really excited for that. Um, What can the fans expect from you in the future? Obviously, you know, you mentioned some visuals, some new music, things like that um any Um, secret projects you also said that there's some custom clothing on the way which i'm like i'm i'm already wanting to see a little sneak peek after we get (laughs) done recording i'm like i want to see what we got cooking up there you know
2: so yes customs on the way um i have two projects that i'm working on right now so those should be coming out very soon um yeah more visuals all that good stuff and more live performances um winterland coming up very soon so
1: i'm excited that's gonna be super dope um where can these people stream your music
2: um, everywhere you can hit me up on spotify apple shoot deezer if anybody uses that still
1: we're on there too i don't know like what the fuck even is that i, I mean know. I, was like, I was like i gotta put the pod on there i mean apparently it's like a listening platform but i was like i, I don't even know how to see my analytics or anything with this app but yeah shout out deezer, shout out deezer. audio <laughs> mac all Tidal, these random ones. <laughs> No, so all platforms. Yeah. Um, I love that, and then YouTube, obviously, check yes, out those YouTube music videos. Don't well. miss out on that shit. And um, the fact that you're even putting that shit out for free is fucking dope. Thanks. You know, I think a lot of these videos, like same with Jeremy Ryan, like a lot of you guys, you put out some of these projects, and I'm like, this shit could be the fucking you know displayed in a movie theater or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, would you ever like to get into like those long form kind of videos and stuff like that down the road? Obviously, La La was a kind of a, a taste of that. I'd mm. say.
2: Um. Yeah. Definitely. I would like to get into more of the, like the story aspects of music videos but um I would have to get a team in order to do that because I'm not really good with like story writing and stuff like that so I'll probably get like somebody like Jeremy Ryan to do that wink wink yeah um but yeah <laughs>
1: would you ever like to do a uh, soundtrack for a movie
2: yes i would love to i thought like that'd
1: be so cool
2: yeah. um something like I don't know, like a love story or something or like Lion that. Or Lion King. Yeah. I would definitely that do would Lion King. That would be so sick. <laughs> I would definitely do a Lion King. That'd be yeah. so
1: sick. Or just throw some Lion King visuals like over one of her. Right. Yeah. That shit <laughs> <be dope>. <laughs> would <laughs> actually be super hard. Can you think
0: yeah. so <laughs> yeah. Hold up the fucking... <laughs> No, I love it. I
1: in Cutie, seriously, shout out to you. Your voice is fucking incredible. It's like one of those things where, obviously, ever, all the songs you listen to on Spotify and all these things, like, everyone that puts out music is polishing it a little bit or doing whatever, but then it's like you see these clips on social media of her, and I'm like, no, that's not fucking, like, that's her voice, you know what I mean? And I can only imagine just, you You mentioned starting at such a young age, everyone as a kid can kind of hit those high notes. And, yeah you know, make it sound good or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, but but you, I mean, you're just fucking evolved into just such an incredible artist. So um, shout out to you. Absolute honor to have you on the show and fucking just keep pushing. I, I love your music. You got two big fans of you right here. So um, if there's anything you ever need from us, please set us up. But besides that, we love watching your journey and you're absolutely crushing it. Uh, Joey, anything else before we get out of here?
0: Just keep doing your thing. You're doing great and you're going to be great. So keep doing that shit.
1: Yeah.
2: Thank you. Thank you guys for having me here. I really love being here with you guys. That's amazing. So yeah.
1: Thank you. Orange vibe. All I orange, know. Everything. I love the orange. <laughs> and we use just orange? had a fucking. Some dude commented on hating oh, on, on your stuff. slippers. Hating on my slippers. So I'm gonna tell you right <laughs> now. If y'all want me to stop with the slippers, drop a comment right here. If and you he won't one. stop. <laughs> I'm never gonna stop. <laughs> but I just want to know, like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> this is like part of the no, scene, you keep right? Those slippers. They, they call them jail
0: the slippers. They kind of look like jail slippers a little bit, but so So they're orange. So they're not. They're orange. So they're not. God, that one, would make them
1: jail slippers, bro. I don't know if you noticed but jail they typically wear the all orange outfit but i mean they wouldn't give them these dope ass orange slides in jail right so i'm going At to jail because these things are so. fucking fire <laughs> You're going to jail. Um, so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously shout out to you it's an absolute honor to have you on the show is there any last message or any uh you know final words you want to give to the audience before you get out of here
2: um yeah just um check me out on everything it's k.utie literally everywhere um yeah just keep doing you guys and you know I love you guys. I love how you have such a awkward. I'm
1: sorry. (laughs) Oh my God. No, you're incredible. And I love how, I love how your name is such a simple, like if, if you were to have used C U T I E. Mm -hmm there's no way anyone will be able to distinguish her between, I mean, I'm sure there's like a million people using the name cutie out there yeah. that are just like, but not just for music, but just anything, you know, mm-hmm. it's like such a, such a commonly used word, but the way that you did it, the K dot U T I E, it's just like fucking. So And legendary. that's kind
2: of what I do when I go into looking to names, I search it in Google just to make sure no one else has I love it. That. Even okay. like bright purple. Like when I was, searching that I was like okay no one has bright purple with the el so let's do that yeah Uh,
1: yeah. and you got that that handle on like most platforms yeah that's so dope you guys were (laughs) able to get that and um on YouTube it's actually it's cutie's corner, am I right? Yes. I love that. Corner Is that, with a K. <laughs> yeah, I know with a K as well. So it's just hey keep the branding everything with a K. Keep yeah. the branding there a hundred percent. You know, I mean that's what we try to do with the pod too, with just the it sometimes gets tough with the OG, trying to throw that in with everything, but you know, we make it work. It's organic conversation, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Sure. Um organic like conversations. OG. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyways continue
1: that was awful <laughs> that was awful did you, did we well, do you that? said
0: you know you said og and then you said organic conversations well the
1: og would be for organic oh i see what you're trying to say mm-hmm. now nah, you see it damn mm-hmm. what the trash, fuck trash <laughs> idea i'm gonna tell yeah. you right yeah. now we're never doing
0: that i'm, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna stop lie, talking that one flew
2: over my head yeah. like. <laughs>
0: clearly i, know, I literally like, should not have said a <laughs> word fuck i'll just stay in my fucking corner joey's corner <laughs> joey's
2: corner <Y'all, laughs>
0: Hit the with sad button. Hit the, the sad buttons. They
2: ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine. When you're, you really you're, you're, you're not saying you're fine, you can't get into it because S- they would never understand S- now, now All right, y'all on that, now,
1: absolute fire episode you know you guys know the episodes get better every single week if you guys want to see more content if you want to see more of joey fucking up on this podcast head over to the og sessions patreon and you can even pay to see this shit it's amazing um i promise behind that paywall it's it even shittier so um no i absolutely love <laughs> you brother thank you and you had a great top three i'm gonna go ahead and just say right now best top three you've had yet in season two
0: thank you really, really, good. Good, really top good top three one. it was on the fly no i swear no i'm sitting here thinking like what the fuck am i gonna say you you know i make that shit up
1: it's okay because we didn't talk about it beforehand so i actually had one in my mind i'm surprised you even brought it up (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) no a solid top three brother, and what an incredible episode um as you guys know the episodes get better every single week this week was no exception if you guys are watching this on youtube make sure you subscribe make sure you like make sure you drop that comment and talk about my jail slides even if you're roasting the jail slides man bring it on We're ready for it. Shout out, Cutie, for being on the OG Sessions Pod. Absolute honor having you in here. Boys, we
0: are out. Peace.